Hey guys, welcome to episode 87 of a Wrestling Gal podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am joined once again by model and wrestling content creator, Just Jesse. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by Jesse again. So, how are you doing today, girl? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's been about nine, nine months since we last spoke, and I'm excited to have you on again. That wasn't nine months ago, was yeah, it? Yeah, January, no. girl. Oh my god, that's scary. I know, it feels like years ago. <laughs> no, I don't, do you know what, to me, it doesn't seem that long ago to me. Royal really Rumble, doesn't. maybe, yeah. Yeah, my god, and we didn't even discuss what happened at the Rumble, it was it was mental, absolutely The Rumble crazy. was crazy, they threw in some curveballs for us, you they know. Did. We were We they were so convinced uh, Shayna was going to win the Rumble, and then out of nowhere Charlotte came, and Bianca had a great showing that Rumble. Oh my god, um, she was incredible. Yeah. Her, <laughs> Beth Phoenix were my favourites the whole, mm-hmm. the whole time. It's crazy. That feels so long ago, but also not. Like, it feels like it should be in the same year, like it was years ago. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. This year has gone so fast. Like, I can't believe like we're in October already. That's mental. You know, uh, throughout all this quarantine, you know, besides content editing and, you know, producing videos and working with other wrestling creators, how have you stayed occupied during this quarantine? How have you stayed sane, Jess? Do you know what work? <laughs> I've I've worked pretty much the whole way through. Um, I kind of had I had a month off and mm-hmm. I just watched so much TV. If I'm honest, like I completely just rinsed every single Netflix Netflix program there was. If I'm honest, mm-hmm. um, other than that, I just worked. It was it's been hard. And I think you know with kind of the content creating as well for a mm-hmm. while where everything was kind of going on and. You know, with not being able to go to WrestleMania, it was so hard to kind of keep on top of it all. So I was off. I was, wasn't doing creating for a little while, but I was just so busy with everything else. Obviously, with work, got really busy. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been it's been hard really. This year's been awful. Now, what have you been watching on that Netflix? Oh, what do you know? What I've just finished that Emily in Paris. Have you seen? That? Okay, I've heard of it. I have not seen it yet though. Yeah, do you know what I, I'm? I was a bit kind of, um, I didn't know, to start with, I was like, oh, I don't know, really know if I wanted to watch this. And then when I got into it, I was like, actually, it's really good. Like, I actually really enjoyed it. So I finished it last night, and it ended on a cliffhanger as well. So I was like, no way. Oh, but I finished worst. it. Yeah, but you know, it's quite an easy watch, though. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you did get involved with, like, the story quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the, the episodes were, like, not even 30 minutes long either. Okay. Which is quite which is quite good. It's an easy watch, which we like. And, you know, you talk about being busy with work and content creating now. Oh, you yeah. actually kind of reprised your podcast again. Um, so what prompted that decision to kind of go back to podcasting for a little bit? I do, do you know what? I, I, obviously, we had obviously the whole lockdown situation. Yeah. And I kind of thought to myself, oh, do you know what? I'll do a little bit of podcasting again. And... um. 
I was kind of talking to different wrestling promotions just about them rather than obviously interviewing like the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously I where I had to go back to work. I kind of had to stop that. And, you know, obviously the same with my videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I ever go back to the podcasting world um, as videos have kind of taken over yeah. a lot more. Um, but I may do one day or some point I may do. You know, you've done both video editing, video content, and audio <laughs> slash podcast content. Do you find one easier to film or record than the other, or you kind of have adjusted yourself to both, where you're just familiarized with both more? Do you know what I think? The obviously with like the interviews of talking to people on the podcast, it is obviously like a lot easier. Is a lot mm-hmm. easier. Like we were saying before, with the creating the videos, it's it's more more of the like the editing and like the the actual production of it is fine it's Mm -hmm. the thinking of what you're going to do like yeah there is so much kind of out there like so much and so many different ideas but because you know wrestling changes every single week and there's Mm -hmm. always something new happening always something new going on and trying to keep up with it is impossible I bet. You know, we were talking about, too, right before we started about, like, being creative and, like, running out of ideas. Like, for me, this is a different kind of episodes. I like to splash in every once in a while that's a non-interview because they're fun. But also, you have to be creative with your ideas and stuff because you run out of stuff after a while. So how do you keep creative? How do you just come up with, uh, like, I don't know. How do you just come up with new fun concepts for videos on your YouTube channel? Do you know what? I have a spreadsheet on my ah. computer. I have a spreadsheet of all these different ideas I've got and what can be relevant when. And it's like, obviously, because I, obviously I write all my scripts. I don't yeah. just, otherwise I'm going to ramble on. That's my issue. I'll ramble. So I literally write a full, full on scripts for the whole thing. And, you know, it, it, it can be quite difficult to stay relevant with it as well and you have to think what would people kind of want to listen to and watch it is yeah it's tough it is really tough but um I want you know there's a few different things I kind of want to do I want to kind of go obviously I like my gaming as well I kind of want to adventure down the twitch path a little bit Mm -hmm. with the gaming and there's a few other things I want to do on my channel but it's just getting around to doing it if I'm honest and can you give us just a little sneak peek at uh an idea for a future video perhaps you have a wrestling one hmm. um there was i'm actually recording it tomorrow it's Ooh. about the um the nxt women's division mm-hmm. oh my god there i love the nxt women's division i feel like that is perhaps maybe the best in the world right now um but you know there's so many talented women there and there oh really i love is. the nxt women's division i feel like they're so elite and on especially, a totally different especially level. now especially yeah. now got ember moon back <laughs> Yeah, and Tony Storm is returning too, which yes. is very exciting. See, I think um, the Impact Women's mm-hmm. like, division is probably my favorite. Yep. It's it's so underrated. Mm-hmm. Like really, really underrated that division. It doesn't get enough um, appreciation as it should. And, you know, too, it's funny you speak of that because I recently spoke with Nevea from the Impact Women's Mm -hmm. Division. And, you know, we were talking about kind of this rejuvenation within the Knockouts Tag Team Division, you know, her and Havoc. 
Kira and Tasha and Taya and Rosemary, and they're kind of slowly on an uprising again to maybe get some tag titles in line. And then you have yes. Jordan Grace now going for the X Division title. You have Deanna Perrazzo ruling the Knockouts Division mm-hmm. as the champion. There's so many talented women there, like Kylie there Ray, really Kimberly. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's so many. Like they're revolutionary. I feel like women right now in certain divisions are just taking taking over. I think you know for a while I think um I've always I've thought that for a while that the they're just not they're not getting the eyes that they deserve like mm-hmm. they really there's some incredible ladies on that roster incredible and I look forward to kind of seeing what they they're going to do going forward you know, it's funny that you talk about not getting the eyes that they deserve because that mm. segues into the main portion of today's episode, which Yay. we're going to be talking about who we think are some underrated wrestlers in today who perhaps maybe aren't as appreciated for their work as they should be or, you know, just aren't as recognized as they deserve because they're so talented. Maybe they haven't necessarily gotten the platform to show it or, you know, they just haven't been giving been given the proper opportunities you know there's so many so many underrated wrestlers who i've seen and I'm, it gets me mad that they aren't <laughs> properly showcased <laughs> you've seen you've seen what i get like when um when i i'm annoyed and i go on a rant about people not getting the you know cause certain people getting of course overbooked and certain people not getting that book in Mm-hmm. Like, yeah you've seen what I get like an hour oh, away, I get. Yeah. and it's nothing <laughs> to take away like with creative obviously I mean, it's not taking anything away from talent it's the frustration with creative that is yeah. overbooking <laughs> but yeah I'm interested too to hear your perspective because uh, we are from two different countries you know mm-hmm. um, you're over there in the UK I'm over here in the US but I do have some UK talents on here so Ooh. did you want to start or we're just kind of just kind of going to feed off of each other um, I don't really have an order to this. I just have a bunch of names, and if we get to it, I'm interested to see though your thoughts on certain ones. So too. You, you know what? As you've got your full list, you can start if you like. Okay. I for me, the first one that instantly came to my mind is a girl who kind of has recently had a different attitude or look change, and she's recently mm. returned to the UK scene because UK wrestling has been around for a while because everything in the world is shut down. Um, is Lizzie Evo? Um, mm-hmm. she, oh my God, she's like doing freaking fantastic. You know, she seems so much more confident in the last few months, and you know, she's gone through a lot the last few months, but yep. she has gotten herself over and she had i think she's become one of the most popular women's wrestlers on the uk scene and it's totally fun to see her now finally return back and you know kick butt yeah do you know what she's been all over my twitter for Mm -hmm. months that girl Mm -hmm. she really has and i've i've never actually met her um obviously i've you know going forward i probably will be meeting her um but she yeah she's really really she's killing it absolutely killing it and there's a lot of people that want to book her as well Yeah, and I just think maybe finally she's getting those opportunities, but with this new look, new change, I feel Mm -hmm. like she should be getting more opportunities. Fingers crossed she does, but definitely underrated right now. She's doing fantastic for herself, and I'm so proud of her, you know, for overcoming so much lately. But she's so flippin' fantastic, and I hope, like you said, more people start to book her. Yeah, I really hope so. I think there's there's so there are a lot of girls in the UK that are really underrated, and there are it, there's some big characters here as well, like really huge characters that will absolutely you know do so well. Like even if they went to like the US or Japan, that 
be amazing. Who are some uh, underrated wrestlers over there in the UK you think who follow along those lines? Then? Let me think. Let me think. Who else have we got? There, there's so many. Aaliyah James. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's true or not, but she had an NXT UK tryout, I think. Um, Aaliyah James doing fantastic. You know, she's friends with she's uh, a so couple good. of the Australian girls too, and she's doing fantastic. Go on though. I like her. She's really cool. Yeah, she's she's someone I actually looking forward to seeing a lot more of. I do really actually like her a lot. Um, yeah, she's really cool. Um. Obviously, um, Mariah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing what she's doing. Obviously, she's. I actually, I actually reached out to her a little while ago about her Twitch stuff because she's, she's absolutely just killing it. Right. And you know, with everything that's obviously bless her has been going on with her, she is. Oh, she's absolutely killing it with everything at the minute, and she's there. Like, do you know what I mean? She's making mm-hmm. her stand of who, like, who she is, and mm-hmm. she's here to stay. And yeah, she's someone that is just going to kill it. Like, she's going to do so, so well, like, mm-hmm. going forward. So, she's definitely someone that's very, like, very underrated that is going to just rise above everything. Yeah, like you said, too, she's doing so much, you know. She's doing Twitch. Mm-hmm. She's doing, you know, earlier this year, she, like, branded herself as the glamour and kind of mm-hmm. had, like, this new, fresh, not look, but, like, vibe. And, like, she knows who she is. She knows who she wants her character to be. Yeah. And then she's doing other stuff, like Body by Mariah May. She's doing, like, a lifestyle page, too. And, you know, she's coming out with her own... um fitness line which is like insane so she's doing a lot you know while wrestling has been away she's still branding herself and slowly gaining traction and hopefully i hopefully that leads to more opportunities for her she she's doing fantastic i hopefully when things return she gets booked more definitely oh she will 100 percent get booked a lot more she really will because she's she you know she's known and she's kind of someone that she works so, so hard and she just hasn't stopped. And I, re- I really hope that she just, you know, gets where she wants to be, if I'm honest. And I'm going to follow, you know, I have a couple other UK talent. I'm just mm-hmm. going to follow along this UK train because there's so many amazing women over there. Another one who I think lately who's lately come into the spotlight is Lucia Lee. Um, mm-hmm. she has done amazing things in Fierce Females. Her character as the descending angel is so different, like darker, yeah. but yeah. she has this confidence for such a young, for such a young woman, you know, she is not afraid to have her voice heard. She's fantastic in the ring and she's always bettering herself, practicing, you know, wanting to, uh, um, what's the word, evolve herself. And, you know, she is just not afraid to stand her ground and she's also fantastic in the ring and i I can't wait i want her to do such amazing things she is such i've already talked to her she's in like inspires me every day with what she's doing right now and hopefully you know she gets what she deserves and that's more she's really nice as well yeah she's like so sweet and she's so she's so mature and you know like wise for her Mm. age you know it's crazy yeah, she's um she's someone that's definitely gonna um do really really well. She's actually yeah she's lovely, really nice girl. She comes across so sweet as well. And you know another one too from the UK scene um who has kind of she's gone back home to Australia is Charlie Evans. Mm-hmm. Charlie is so diverse. She's one half of Medusa Complex, who's yep. 
they're very well known over the UK sing, but she's also done like death matches and now she's over back in Australia. She just had a great showing against Jessica Troy in August at Call to Arms. And, you know, for the PWWA Women's Championship, she she like she's been in Shimmer. She's been in the UK. She's been in Australia. She's doing so much. And especially during a time where this COVID filled world right now, she still manages, you know, to put on stellar matches and performances. And she's so what's the word versatile in what she does. She can do a death match. She can do a great technical match. She can get herself over, you know. And she, I feel like she works really well with everyone and brings them. I've never seen a match by Charlie. I'm going to be honest. I love her work with Jade too. Um, Charlie is just fantastic. And so is Millie, her other half in Medusa Mm -hmm. Complex. I absolutely love Millie. She's one of my favorites. I have a lot of love for her. She's really, really good. And I saw them um, at a progress show and they were, they're just so good. They're so, so good. You know, too, it's funny about them, too. They're they're one of those tag teams that can pull off like the, you know, like the comedy wrestling, too. You know, mm-hmm. even though it, it like they're technically like supposed to be darker heels, but they are still able to do the comedy wrestling, but also have these really intense bouts, too. And it balances out really well. They're very versatile and give great diversity in their performances. Exactly. And so I have nothing but, you know, no, they they are fantastic. I yeah. just hopefully, at least for me, because I actively watch the UK scene, I just hope they get more recognition outside of the UK that they deserve, you know? Yeah, see, they ha- I think they, they do. Obviously, in the UK, they are so well-known yeah. over here, like really, really well-known. Um, so hopefully, you know, like in the US, I think they'd do amazing in the US. Really would. Now, who are some of the wrestlers that when you think of underrated today, whether it be male, female, whatever gender, who do you think are some other underrated wrestlers today? Do you know what? I think there is a lot. There's so many that don't get kind of appreciated. Like the first person was obviously when I was thinking about this, I thought obviously about even some like the WWE girls, um, Mm -hmm. like Dana Brooke, for one. Mm -hmm. If you you know how much I love Dana Brooke, Naomi. Mm-hmm. There are some women in these like divisions that do not get the recognition they really, really deserve. And especially, I think with AEW division as well, mm-hmm. their women's division, there is that isn't even a division. Like they just, oh, don't even get me started on it. It makes I me know. so angry. It yeah. makes me so angry because the women they've got, some of them are incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And they're just, you know, unfortunately, they're they are being made for like, you know, to look like a show or be a manager, you know, mm-hmm. like say, like you know, Penelope Ford, she's just yeah. like there with Kip, and it really does, it really does wind me up because they have got when it first started, I thought, you know what, like that division is going to absolutely kill it, like they had some really, really good people, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh my god, they're going to do so well, so excited. I just don't feel like we haven't seen we haven't seen anything from it. Mm-hmm if you get what I mean. Um, I don't know, obviously, how you guys feel, like, uh, over in the US, but to me, I don't feel like their division is treated with respect, if I'm honest. You know, I have to agree, although the the highlights or the bright spots that we do get are the championship matches with Hikiro Shida, you know, whether it be mm-hmm. against Thunder Rosa, you know, we saw her versus Chris, yeah. Chris Statlander before Chris got injured. They always bring someone in for AEW, like to face 
Hikaru, yeah. and those are always amazing matches. But the thing is, they don't normally sign the women she's facing, so it's yeah. not an active storyline. You know, it's a great match, but it doesn't write into the storyline of the women's yeah. division. It doesn't develop yeah. new talent that's actually signed because they might be they might be in town for like a week or two, but then they're kind of gone. They kind of bring people mm-hmm. in and out. It's not one yeah. linear path, you know, for the women's division. And they have the opportunity to have multiple storylines. Even, you know, you see what Anna Jay is doing now. Um, I think she's doing fantastic. She's but, you amazing. Know, you know, at least, at least with there though, she's involved in a different storyline, but the only women's matches we get like women versus women is and there's never a story there. It is an yeah. amazing match, yes, but there's never any development yeah. or storyline going on there. I, see, I completely get where you're coming from with that because they do, you know, I do like the fact that AEW do bring different people in. Yeah, absolutely. I love that because it gives everybody a chance. But at the same time, I, I love a storyline. There is nothing better than a good feud or a good storyline. And I feel like, you know, a little while ago, obviously, before you know Britt Baker was out for a little bit Britt Baker was doing really really well yeah. she had a storyline and something was really and I really thought this is it like we're really going to get some kind of division but it's just not you know and it's such a shame because you know even you know even like when Thunder Rosa was there like the traction it got like the reaction that she was going to be there and everyone was she's so amazing. excited yes I know literally she's incredible and you know I don't know if they're going to start working with the NWA a little bit more or what's going on there. But, you know, I just wish they'd just give it a decent storyline because it, mm-hmm. it does work, you know. And I don't think like, you know, with WWE a lot more like I'll use like Bailey and Sash, for example, for a while, you know, for a while now, their kind of storyline over the last few months, them two being best friends mm-hmm. have stole the show. Yeah, and absolutely. If you, yeah, if you can put that on AEW and you get, you know, you you push those girls and you push mm-hmm. them, they can steal that whole show. They can mm-hmm. steal Dynamite every week, exactly like Sasha and Bailey did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just there's one thing to have a stellar matchup, a great five star matchup, but it's mm-hmm. another thing to combine it with uh, yeah. what were you talking about, like a decent, compelling storyline. You know, put yeah. those two together, you yeah. have gold, literal gold. <laughs> You do, um, but yeah, there's, ugh, yeah, definitely underrated. Like you said, it's creative. You know, the women are right there. They have the talent. It's just they aren't being booked to do that. And I don't know right. what the reasoning is, but you know, if they put two and two together, literal gold right there. I I did think I was excited because <clears throat> when Vicky Guerrero kind of yeah. kind of come along mm-hmm. as well, I was so excited because I thought, you know what? Because she's had that. You know, she's had that experience mm-hmm. being involved in these mental, crazy storylines. I thought, oh, my God, like she could help. You know, mm-hmm. she could lead the women and lead that kind of division a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I am kind of hoping that that does happen. Like, I hope she kind of steps up and thinks, oh, do you know what? We could have this. We could have that. Because at mm-hmm. the minute, for, you know, for a while, as much, you know, AEW, I, I don't really understand the storylines. It's just kind of at the mm-hmm. minute matches each week and there isn't yeah. actually something. Like, you know, with with WWE, you know, as much as they are a bit of a pain in the bum sometimes, mm-hmm. there is always a storyline. Mm-hmm. And at the minute it's just being thrown together. I think, come on, like, sort it out a little bit. And it's funny, too, you mentioned WWE and their storylines because I have mm-hmm. a couple, couple men who I think are so underrated um yes. the two that first came to my mind i think everyone will agree on cesaro and oh Sami my god Zayn. i love him 
like I will go off on a tangent about Cesaro for a moment and then I'll get to Sami Zayn. But how Cesaro has not been a freaking world champ, even, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's for like a freaking month, you know, uh-huh. he has reached that level. You know, the crowd was so behind him years ago. And he I feel like he is one of the best wrestlers in the world today. You know, he's one of those utility mm-hmm. players, much like Ziggler, who can be inserted into any situation and either put over that talent or... Or they have the power to put over themselves so versatile they can counter stuff. They have great in-ring psychology, and he has great strength, great everything. Mm -hmm. It's just they haven't really developed his character in a few years. And they've kind of just thrown him tag team titles there, you know, random stables here. Yeah. And never like his own spotlight in the last few years when he writes it like he totally deserves to have his own spotlight. And then with Sami Zayn, at least recently, though, that freaking ladder match at Clash of Champions was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And, you know, I just have hopes that now that he's back and, you know, he beat two big names and Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles with an innovative finish. I must I say it was great, great story um, to be the undisputed intercontinental champion. I just hope they take that and they run with it because sometimes you'll have a great match, but then the momentum stops. And yeah. so I hope that Sami Zayn, like that match showed Sami Zayn can beat two of the best, even if it's, you know, it works for his character, even though it was kind of sly, kind of sneaky. It works, mm-hmm. and it, they just need to propel him forward with that. Keep building up Sami Zayn. Do you know, I think with you know, with Cesaro, like I've I've said it for so long. He is one of my favorites ever. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore him. He's. Do you know what? For me, he's husband material. Like, I'm just saying, he yeah. is husband material. I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. He is such a husband material. Mm-hmm. But I just, it really does irritate me that they just. Why hasn't he been a champion? Why? Mm-hmm. He is incredible. Imagine, like, he could really smash a heel turn. Like, he would be mm-hmm. so good at it. And I just think, come on. Like, you, there's, you know, there's some people that are getting used far too much. Far too much. Yeah. You've got some incredible people. <gasps> I know. <laughs> Go on. Honestly, some incredible people in that, in the whole, you know, in the whole company. You just think, come on use them a little bit more like just a bit because they could really they could kill it absolutely kill it it makes me so sad too how he <laughs> hasn't been a world champ you know Why even not? if it like it's much like Ziggler too at least with Ziggler he had like a 30 day reign even though it wasn't that good of a reign it was still something he'll still go down in the record books but Cesaro I don't even I can't even remember count now how many times he's been tag team champion now and it's the only time it was really compelling was when it was the bar versus uh, New Day that was the Mm. last time I was honestly really compelled with like a tag team that Cesaro was involved in and like I love Cesaro but it's just like there hasn't been traction for him in a couple years and I really wish that he would get the opportunities to showcase himself it would be an epic heel turn massive change of momentum for him well he is actually he is heel right now that i think about that but you know if he had like a different change in character just something give him something different you know do you reckon the bar ever get back together i mean possibly i mean seamus hasn't Seamus really hasn't been had a captivating feud this year. No, um, he hasn't. So He's it would definitely help like out Seamus. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, like 
yeah, I think Sheamus needs to gain momentum. He's had, he's, I mean, the thing with Jeff Hardy was super strange. That, but that ended pretty quickly. <laughs> that was never anything really worth investing in. It's just been filler stuff, mm-hmm. like you said. I possibly if they can come back together, they worked so well together against New Day, you know. So I don't know. Yes, yeah, see, I was really hoping for um mm-hmm. something like a really good feud between Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Really looking forward to that. Um, I think in one of my, I think even in one of my videos I said about, it and I said, oh my god, I'm really excited. Jeff Hardy's come back, Sheamus is back, and they can have this all, <laughs> this massive thing, and it just flopped. So that was great. So I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was not impressed. <laughs> Who are some other talent in the world right now you think are underrated, whether it be in one of the main companies or independent from around the world? Do you know there is there's someone? Oh, do you know what Alistair Black? Okay. Mhm. Oh. If they would just use him correctly, he could be, and he's so loved by everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not know one person that does not like Alistair Black. And I just think, you know, there are people like him and, you know, even like Ricochet. Yeah. The fact that Ricochet went like just onto like a flop as well, it that really winds <laughs> me up. It right did, after, it right after Super Showdown, yeah, they, he had a ch- world championship match and then the next week he was on main event. <laughs> Like you're, there's, there's some people that you know it's it's going to happen. They don't have as big characters as some yeah. of, some others, but then there's some others that are getting the push that just don't even have that character. And you know, Alistair Black, uh, Alistair Black, if they developed him, oh my God, he could just rule the company just mm-hmm. because you know he's got the you know the backing behind him of the fans. Like everyone loves him. Mm-hmm. He's got an incredible ability in the ring. And imagine, oh, could just imagine like him and Selena Vega doing like a management thing. Mm-hmm. Selena mm-hmm. Vega leaves Andrade and joins Alistair Black, and it all just gets dark and all like. Oh, amazing. I would love that. And Selena's fantastic. She's so, oh my so God. versatile in the ring and amazing on the mic. Even if they don't have Alistair speak, have him, mm-hmm. her speak for him. Exactly. You know? He doesn't need to speak. He can mm-hmm. have her there. Like, imagine how much she is. She's so underrated as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's mainly on the mic for me with her. She is probably one of the best ever, mm-hmm. like ever, ever on the mic. I think her management skills, everything about her is just fantastic. She deserves so much, that girl. Really does. And, you know, you mentioned like r- running the show, ruling the show. I'm going to close this out with someone who I think has kind of been running the show l- lately. Um, but I don't think that their stable gets enough credit. And I'm talking about MVP with the Hurt yes. Business because you talk about MVP has been in the business for such a long time. He's a veteran alongside so Bobby Lashley. But you talk about MVP bringing in people like Shelton Benjamin, who kind Mm -hmm. of the last few years has gone off the rails and hasn't been given the proper storyline that people can invest in or Mm -hmm. and he was never given any microphone time. So now you have Shelton Benjamin getting some microphone time. You have Bobby Mm -hmm. Lashley now, who's one of the biggest, toughest guys, you know, all in all in unison. But now you have people like Cedric Alexander being pulled Mm -hmm. in who hasn't. Mm -hmm done anything really noteworthy over the last few years feuding with now giving ricochet and apollo cruz granted this could change at the time of the draft but 
is giving people like Apollo Crews and Ricochet some momentum like you were talking about giving them an actual feud that's not on main events that people see every week on Raw and at least I'm invested in it because yeah. I love MVP but MVP yeah. is kind of you know he's taking this by storm and I don't know if people appreciate it or not because I don't mean we see them every week but it's mm-hmm. giving new not only new stars and Apollo and Ricochet opportunities but two established stars because I mean Bobby Lashley the last year is kind of been a train wreck with his storylines yeah, yeah. but it's kind of getting them back in line and giving Shelton Benjamin you know a chance to finally shine again you know as the gold he's, he's never ever he's never he's someone's never been appreciated Shelton Benjamin mm-hmm. ever he has never been appreciated really hasn't and like MVP like you know that's a, him and Bobby Lashley that's a childhood right there for me that's yeah. like MVP returning was one of the best moments ever because I was so excited and I was like oh my god this happening and you know I I really thought it was going to be he was going to be back for a little while I was not expecting this Mm -hmm. and the fact that he's back and he's just you know week after week and now he's kind of forming this thing and I just think oh my god like this could be something beautiful like this could this could be amazing if they really really did it and as much as people say, oh, Bobby Lashley's bored. I love Bobby Lashley. I've mm-hmm. always loved Bobby Lashley. It, oh, if he just continues, if they continue what they're doing and don't mess it up. Do you know what I mean? Like if they, you know, mm-hmm. the creative don't mess this thing up. It could be something really, really good. It's giving people new opportunities and new storylines within the, well, right now the raw division you know it's giving people like well we saw uh, even like mustafa ali before you know the dramatic turn it gave him like a chance to kind of feud with them but now you have like apollo ricochet i'm interested to see though at the time of recording this the draft hasn't happened yet guys but it'll have happened by the time this comes out but there's so many i think they have to stay on raw though because if they, because they're, they have a lot of TV time, and there's only two hours of SmackDown, at least with Raw, they have time to build up the storyline, build up feuds with people, potential feuds, and we've seen them in Raw Underground too. So we've seen them mm. twice or three times on a Raw show, so they need to stay on Raw, but it gives the potential for so many different combinations and matchups, and it's, for me, yeah. it's compelling. And I, do you know, I, I'm looking forward to the draft actually, because mm. I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do very intrigued but final thoughts Jess for you who do you think is the most underrated just finally who do you think is the most underrated wrestler in the world today oh I don't know oh I don't but, know whether it be one we talked about or one we haven't mentioned Naomi just because I love her so much mm-hmm. I'd have just to because I, she just deserves the world mm-hmm. and the, the pop she got the rumble I know right <sighs> dude that oh, was God. That went viral. That went viral. That was insane. And you just think to yourself, are you not seeing that? Like you think, you know, Mm -hmm. Vince and the creatives, you just think, did you not see that reaction? That was a reaction. Like, obviously, you know, there's a few women in that that did get a pop, but they did not get that pop. If if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't for Edge, obviously, taking that pop away, like obviously the huge, massive thing he got. Yeah. She would have got the best pop of the whole night with that. 100%. But, you know, playing second best to Edge of the night compared... There's so many, like, that's 60 competitors. Second and 60 ain't bad. Yeah, 100. <laughs> thing is, and, you know, Edge, edge is Edge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just think, like, you'd... If that was me and that was me as, you know, as a writer and, you know, and the creatives, and you just think she, the pop she would get any time should come out. 
come on like what what are you doing like please open your eyes and see that you've got a star like you see how she you know on social media how many people are backing her and Mm -hmm. you saw the pop that she got and her in-ring talent and her whole you know when she come back and did you know did the glow and feel the glow and she looked incredible and i just think come on like what Mm -hmm. what are you doing like as much as i do you know i have really enjoyed kind of like sasha and bailey kind of just taken over i've loved it and it's kind of made me feel a lot different about both of them there is you know there's so many girls that do deserve it and she is one of them she really really is Mm-hmm. And hopefully when she comes back from recovering some surgery, or, you know, maybe like at the time of recording this, like I said, again, it's before the draft. <laughs> maybe I don't know how long she is until she returns back from surgery, but maybe we should see her in a surprise at the draft. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. But obviously we weren't really. I was not expecting Ember Moon anytime soon. So N- neither was I. Oh, nope. that's. Yeah. Neither Who would you say? I. Who would you say? <sighs> You know, I honestly, I don't know if many would consider him underrated, but I think right now, the, the over the last few years, The Miz has been severely <laughs> underrated because it, oh, it makes me so mad that he has not been a world champion in eight years. Oh, eight and a half years. No, mm. nine years. Nine years, dude. Dude, and then, you know, he's had so he to me, he's the greatest on the mic of all time. He had oh, such a amazing. compelling feud with Daniel Bryan a couple of years ago back on Talking Smack, Talking mm-hmm. Smack, when that wasn't even, the whole audience wasn't even a national audience. It was just yeah. the people watching it on the internet were so invested in it, and it got people talking every week. And Miz as a heel is just unstoppable, you know. Yeah. He can get you to hate him, even though I love him. He, his, you know, and then when they brought John Morrison back, I was so, so, so excited. Mm-hmm. And then they won the titles, and it was great. But it made me so mad how they had them retain them at WrestleMania. John retained them, but then lost them the following week on SmackDown. Yeah. That same week is like, what was the point? And now ever since, it's kind of been like... I don't know what their storyline is right now with Otis and Mandy. It's been kind of weird. Mm, I don't but even the Miz, know. Yeah, but the Miz is one of the most versatile players. You know, like like mm-hmm. um like Cesaro and Ziggler. They can be a filler for when you need somebody who's trusted. He's always trusted to do media, and he's certainly the most must see a list celebrity superstar ever. He's always doing media for the company. He can get people over. He can get himself over. He has the power to jive with anybody in the ring. And when you have him as a heel, he is so captivating with with everything he says and does. You're never bored, at least in my opinion. And the fact that he has, granted, he's, I think, the greatest IC champion of all time. But the fact that he has not had a world title in nine freaking years is insane. It is insane. It is insane. I, you know, I com- honestly, I completely agree because he's someone that you just, you can never dislike. You c- He's just incredible you gotta respect it incredible guy mm-hmm. honestly incredible and i was so I like like you were i was so excited when john morrison was coming back mm-hmm. and the way they brought him back i'm not impressed with i'm still really yeah. angry about it, it should have been in the rumble mm-hmm. it's still how oh annoyed God, i am he about was squashed it. within like i think oh it was like nine seconds dude and when john john and kofi are supposed to have those amazing spots in the rumble john gets tossed out in like nine seconds or whatever it was i was so angry (laughs) as much as i loved the rumble this year there were a few people that really deserved a lot better (laughs) so much better but no i i 
honestly, the Miz, oh, the Miz is a legend. Like, he just deserves the world. And I love Mar- like Maurice as well. She's amazing too. At least if they don't give him like the world title, at least let him tie for the record for the Intercontinental Championships, you know? Just let him do that sometime soon. And then eventually when they split up Miz and Morrison again, I feel like they can run with that storyline and do amazing things. But no, I know they will do amazing things. It's just Miz. I love the Miz. I'm not, I'm biased, but genuinely like so underrated and he shouldn't be. That's the thing. <sighs> I th- yeah, I think he's always he's always been amazing though. Or see, to start with, where everyone was a bit um and and ah and about him, but he's just blossomed into mm-hmm. just an absolute star. Like I don't mm-hmm. know anyone that doesn't like the Miz. If you if anybody ever says to me I don't like the Miz, I'm gonna give him a slap because it's just you're just not allowed mm-hmm. to. I'm sorry. Like it's, what have you been doesn't... watching? You know, uh, I mean that's his job to make yeah, like that's his job to make you hate him. <laughs> But he is so talented on the microphone and in the ring and in freaking reality television and everything he does. So, you know, he's everything. just he's all yeah, around. He's, he is an all-rounder. He's like Mario. He's an all-rounder. You know? <laughs> well, on that note, you know, before I let you go, can you please just again tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? Well, you can find find me on youtube and just jesse um which used to be jess watches wrestling which i decided to rebrand mm. um and then you can find me on twitter at watches jess and then on my instagram at jessica i won well thank you so much again for chatting with me jess it's been thank forever for it me. feels like forever um i'm you're always welcome on here thank you so much again for joining me for this uh very stimulating conversation well thank you very very much for having me today